<laughs> so it's officially called the life of Brian. Is it? And Adam. In brackets. Okay. Adam and Eve. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Hello and welcome to another edition of The Life of Brian at Adam. Yes. Adam Peacock, Brian Fletcher. Fletch, how's life? Adam, life is good. Looking forward to Magic uh, Mushroom Weekend. Magic Weekend. <laughs> magic Weekend. Magic Weekend. I get it mixed up all the time. We've got our special guest, Matt Shervington, dropping by a bit oh, later on. And uh, You know the question I'm asking him? What question would that be? You know. 2000 Commonwealth Games? Uh, Is it 2000? 98. Yeah. 98. That's how long it goes. Time I don't think flies. he knows that's going. I think he thinks time flies when you're pervy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he knows he's coming in to chat about that. I think footy, but anyway, we'll get to that a bit later on. What about how good a bloke Cooper Cronk is? Ah, oh, are you uh, referring to the cleaning up? Yeah. Good on him. Good on him. Just getting. I mean, that's what all uh, eastern suburbs people do. We're big on uh, help others, helping others, cleaning up the environment. Yeah. Yeah. Was well, he on a million dollars a year? But he's not. Uh, he's not big enough to help out. Good on him. It's become a thing, though. Make sure you leave the dressing room in the state you found it in. Yeah, it's a JT thing, isn't it? Didn't JT? JT. Jason Taylor. No, Jonathan Thurston. Didn't uh, Jonathan Thurston. Start. All Blacks do it. Okay. Yeah, number of teams overseas. I don't think I would have done it. No? I don't even pick up my towel at home. But um, Now, it was good to see, wasn't it? So hopefully you'll pass it on to... Well, it's doing well, a disservice to people who've got cleaning contracts, like your good self. Well, yeah, he wasn't doing a great job there. <laughs> Obviously, got to... who, who made me think, who's the best bloke... Like, Cooper seems like just – he's got no fault. Yes. It's just like we hear the story. Like, I talked to Tara and said, get Tara Russian, her, yeah. Cooper's um, wife. is a Tara. Does he do that at home? He's like, yeah, he's a really good dad. Yeah. He has everything and he's like super – so it's like, okay, the guy, the guy has no he's a, fault. He's per- perfect. Who's, perfect. Who's the most perfect person that you know? And well, I'd, I'd – yeah, uh, best bloke. You know what? Peter Cusack. I play with Peter Cusack. He was probably – like, he'd do anything for you. Yeah. Old Harry Latz. That was his nickname, <laughs> Harry Latz. He had Harry Latz, uh, <laughs> Latinimus Dorso, when we were about 17, 18. Now, Peter Cusack is probably the nicest guy, but um, Denny Badiris, yeah. Matt Gidley. Uh, we actually used to talk about having a nice team, a team of nice blokes. And yeah, Bedsy. Well, you know Bedsy. Hmm. Just a terrific bloke. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of ordinary blokes out there, rugby league. <laughs> but um, yeah, we got Peter Cusack. Yeah, Bedsy and, and Matt Gidley. What about flip side? There's always a flip side, and I always bring up the flip side. Who's the biggest grub? Like the biggest, oh, mate, like the... socially inept in terms of awareness as a human being living with other human beings. It's just like, <laughs> you know what? He's not that bad. He's not that bad. But Shane Webke. So I toured with Webby. Still got his first dollar. Uh, super tight. Yeah, Webby. Like I try to charm him. You know, I try to put a bung on the old Fletcher. Uh, <laughs> You know, I consider myself quite charismatic. And I gave him all my best jokes, not, not a one. He actually, yeah, actually told me to get out of his room once. Really? Uh, yeah. A kangaroo tour? Kangaroo tour. Um, yeah, he didn't warm to me. Did he warm to anyone? I'm sure he would, yeah. uh, given time. But, yeah, he was just a grumpy sort of very pig-headed, pig-headed but man. That's more cold. Like I'm, I'm talking like I'm not a fan of, say, people who, who, who close eat. Like not close, close talk, eat. close eat, like eat in your ear and they're munching away. And Why would they do that? I, no, like if they're just close and they're looking at something that you're looking at, if uh, I'm looking right. at something okay. that someone else, I'm not over their shoulder eating. I'm no, I don't know anyone like that. I don't know like a sloppy eater, like the, someone that gets on you. Just gets on. Rudeness. Rudeness, yes. Yeah, now Webby's not rude. 
Nah, he was just, uh, yeah. He just, I, I just, he was one. Of, I just couldn't crack him. Pride myself on cracking people. <laughs> you couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I'll be Queensland thing. Unfortunate. Um, on the Roosters, yeah. Nick Politis, you, you'd have some story. I was thinking the other day, like, what an amazing thing he's done with that club. He's the godfather of the club. And, okay, we all have a laugh about how the Roosters and the salary cap and all that, but the, the guy... Unwarranted. <laughs> Unwarranted. Unwarranted. The guy obviously means a lot to that football club, yeah. and the football club means a lot to him. Definitely. Have you got any great Nick Politis stories? Oh, not really. He's pretty private. Oh, you um, just don't want to give him. No, 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 no. But trouble. you know, he started. He started. Uh, came from Greece and came and was started as a, a cleaning cars. Hmm. I mean, so everything he's got. Um, you know, he's, I think I don't know how much he's worth, but they say he's one of the richest men in Australia. He's he's worked for. You know, and he's hmm. he started off as, as cleaning cars and he became a manager of of the city for. Then he ended up buying it. And so I just know that he's super super smart and. He surrounds himself with some pretty handy people as well in business and, and stuff who actually they all say the same thing, that he, he, the bloke's a genius. Have you ever gone to him for life advice? Um, not life advice. When I first started uh, the cleaning business, I did ask him. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. Very simple, you know, simple stuff. But one of the, one of the funniest story I saw, in, uh, I remember of Nick, has just come to me. We played with the Warriors, and this was back in the day when the Warriors weren't much chop. And we were flying. We were, went over there, expected to win. We got beat and <laughs> we'd had a few drinks after the game because Gus used to allow it. Anyway, we're waiting for – we're waiting – sitting on the bus waiting to leave. Anyway, where's Freddie? No. No, Freddie. Go up in the room. Freddie's asleep on the toilet. So he was blind. So anyway, we eventually get him on the bus and Nick was sitting at the front and Nick was furious because we got, obviously got beat. And he's sitting right at the front. Freddie walked on, all uh, you know, still still half cut, with his bag over his shoulder. So he's walked onto the coach, onto the bus, and someone's yelled out to him. So as he swung around his bag, to the, uh, who's he hit? He's hit Nick right in the face, knocked Nick's glasses off. <laughs> oh wow, the whole it was it was funny, <laughs> but man, yeah, we got uh, we got in trouble for that. You got in trouble. Oh for that. no, the whole team did, but. Really? Yeah, it was because we, we were all laughing and stuff. Was it, wasn't it Brad's fault? It was Brad's fault, but you can't blame Brad. He was the best it's Freddie. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, was yeah. he untouchable at the Roosters? No, nah, no. Nah, that was probably the the beauty of of that club, especially when Sticky came, because he, he, Sticky and he played together. So, mm. um, no, nah, Freddie Freddie put in. You know, Freddie's obviously Freddie's the best player I've ever played with. But um, getting back to Nick, no, the, what he's done for that organization, as we can call it now, yeah. Um, all the success is down to him. He just makes the right call. I mean, example with um, Junior Pierce there, Mitchell Pierce. When he, he was, he's been there since he was seventeen, and mm. he just came in one day and said, "Look, love you, Junior, but we're going to go this way. You, you're welcome to stay." But he, he could see that Cooper Cronk was off contract. Grabbed him. The rest is history. And picking the right coach as well. Picking the right co- coach. Yeah. Well, Robbo got like Trent Robertson out of where was he? Catalan. He was. He, he was obviously Brian Smith's understudy there, and he's a. Um, he played there as a kid, mm. Robbo. Super smart, and uh, yeah, he's now getting into. He's getting into the Bellamy, uh, Wayne Bennett category, isn't he? Really, when you multiple think about premierships, it. yeah, multiple premierships, but just a bit of a guru. You know, players all are saying, oh, "I just, I love playing with did him." You, did you play with him? I played with. Well, he he was playing. Yeah, he's playing lower grades and reserve grade. Obviously, obviously. Did you treat him badly at any? Of course stage? I did. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you do. You bully him. Yeah. yeah, we used to have names for him, and uh, but we used to pick on everyone. But that's what I'm. That's another thing we should talk about. That's another segment 
segue talking about how when you come through the grades, these kids now, like the way they, if you're under 18s, under 9s, 20, the way they speak to like older people. You know that or you've... I've seen it because I, I was helping it. the Roosters 20s out um, you know, when it first came in, when those under 20s... Toyota Cup, whatever Yeah, it and they just expected to be playing first grade straight away. Really? And like it was just... I, I, I came through that era where you would respect those the, your elders and if you didn't, because you, you were bullied. Yeah. I mean, that was part of growing up. Who were you, who were you scared of? When Craig you were Salvatore. Yeah. <laughs> Salvo, absolutely. But I love Salvo as a player and... Uh, he scared me, and you just you would do whatever he said. Yeah, you know, they played pranks on you. Yeah, but then you'd get through that. Then you would play pranks on everyone else, and you pass it on down. But it's a wonderful society. I don't think uh, with HR the departments. And- well, HR. I mean, that, that is the biggest load of. I don't say it. We've got a big one here. At yeah, Westport. I know, I know. But I mean, really, do people need to carry on like that? I know, you know, it does upset you when you come to work. You, you got to, you know, you got to work in an environment that's safe. As long as it's safe, yeah. A bit of ribbing. <laughs> look at look at poor Hindy. Has he been to HR? Every Thursday night we give it to him. Anyway, I, I might be old-fashioned. I understand that workplace has changed and stuff, but, yeah, not a fan of the HR. Well, I look forward to uh, people tweeting you and you not getting those tweets because you're not on Twitter, are you? About, yeah, I'm uh, on Twitter. Are you? Yeah. What are you on Twitter? Uh... Bry, Fletch, <laughs> Fletch Bry. Fletch, we'll get to it. You're on Instagram. By the, end of the show, by the end of the show, yeah, I'm on Twitter for sure. Okay, I'll, I'll have a look at that. While I'm having a look at that, can you please explain to me the story of Raymond? Oh, yes. Who Raymond. we saw for the first time. Sunday. I don't know if it's the last time we'll see him on Sunday. I hope so. Getting a lint roller and rolling it on one of the greatest ever players in the history of rugby leagues, Wang. How did that happen? Okay, it got worse, didn't it? They didn't show the, the They cut third, a bit out. They, they cut a lot out. Third time, I mean, speaking of HR, <laughs> Raymond would be like... Well, you put the lint so, right somewhere, did you? So Raymond was born out of... Uh, we're doing... A, we're doing I, I don't want to ruin it because tomorrow night on the uh, on Maddie's show, Fletch and Heine segment, this is what happened. We saw the part one last week. We're recording this on a Wednesday. This goes out on a Thursday, so tonight, on tonight, Thursday night. Tonight, there we go. After the so first tonight, game, it's imagine, part right? two of what would happen if Heine won a premiership. You will see me. Not Raymond, but we dressed the same. So while I was in getting made up for that segment, we're at Foxtel and just so happened, it was just a fluke, that while I was in there getting made up, uh. the cameraman came in and said, did you know that Melbourne Storm are here getting their headshots? We said, no. <laughs> so how long have they got? He said, oh, they're here all day. So we said, right, why don't we play a few pranks on? So Raymond was just a spontaneous sort of thing. So we came up with that I would be an assistant makeup artist, mm. the Margie. Margie, who's the makeup girl here. And um, yeah, and I just got into character. Tell you who else got into character? Hannah Holt. Hannah was brilliant. Hannah was brilliant. So she knew, obviously, she was part of it. Or is that really her, like swearing head off? No, I was getting great. angry quick. We had to make her swear. <laughs> it's all, you know, a bit of profanity just goes a long way. It does. So I, um, yeah, I was pretending to call her Yvonne. And uh, <laughs> I give her Yvonne, Aaron, Lara, <laughs> any female journalist in, in sport. I think I went back far back as Debbie Spillane. <laughs> Debbie Spillane. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, Hannah was great. So maybe, um, yeah, there might be a, a career in acting for Hannah. So this, this Raymond character is actually you in an alternative. It's like the like Back to the Future 2 when Biff Tannen turns from exactly. – this is where you kind of got the concept. Exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah back like, to, well, it is. One minute he's owning a casino, next minute he's washing cars. Yes. So, But Raymond was born out of just that, that day when we realised that 
and we needed to come up with a name and I don't know, I came up with Raymond. It was Ray, then I said Raymond, Raymundo. <laughs> but he makes me sick when I say Raymond because I had to eat a whole packet of um, Monte Carlos and I had to stick them on my, on my face. Is that what that was? All that, yeah, that was just- I thought that was dry Disgusting pus. Raymond. But I mean, look, he's a lovely bloke, Raymond. He yeah. really, he does a lot for other people. He's a bit of an emotional wreck. <laughs> he's, uh, he snaps quick, doesn't he? He does snap. Well, he, yeah, he gets offended quite easy. <laughs> he, if anyone's going to take anyone to HR, it'd be Raymondo. Yeah. I was talking before about bodily functions and annoying you and people like Raymond would be someone that would wind you up pretty quickly. Can yes. I tell you this though? The suit that I was wearing, yeah. it's a fat suit mm. and a fat mask, a, the jowls. The one like Hindy had on last year when he was... Yeah, the one he had on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actually uh, for the telly movie about um, Gina Reinhardt. Gina Reinhardt. Yeah. So mm. they, uh, they the jowls was uh, yeah. Don't know was we, we, I don't. So know, these we, are shared jowls. Well, it didn't go ahead. The show. Well, oh. well, it did go ahead, but I don't think they they used that. So oh, okay. um, I don't know whether it was for Gina in for her or another. So they were fresh jowls. Yeah, they were fresh jowls. But Can the they suit, use them again. Suit was yeah. The suit was unbelievable. How long in makeup? Four hours. I lost five kilos. What? Yeah, sweat. Sweat. It was back in Feb, and I was super hot. Five kilos. Five kilos. Yeah. What? Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, it was heavy, but the suit was um, surprisingly comfortable. Have you got any other characters in mind coming up? Like, don't uh, tell us because it's a big surprise. Oh yeah, we got we do have a couple. We'd have a couple. We got to go to Melbourne. Mm. Go down to Melbourne to make rugby league great again. Yeah. So yeah, Maddie and I will be going down as uh, certain people. Okay, excellent. Yes. Is Mick from Melbourne coming back? Yeah, I he, hope so. You like Mick? Oh, he's a you like Mick? Yeah. Because it's so correct. And the best thing is about Mick from Melbourne is that the Melbourneites kind of go, well, "What do you mean?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> I think they're having a shot at you. They don't take too kindly to to rugby league players taking the piss. So <laughs> funny. Um, who would you like to egg, by the way? Who would so I Scott like? Scott Morrison this week, and yeah, saw and everyone's gone. No, no, we can't be doing. I tell you who I'd like to egg. Yeah. Anyone involved in the light rail? <laughs> Probably Sydney. starting at Gladys. I like Gladys as a person. Yeah, not as a politician though. That's just take. It's just completely wrecked my life. If if you're not from Sydney, there's this light rail situation where they've basically decided to build a light rail, great idea in theory, a bit like communism, great idea in theory, but in practice, very, very difficult. June 2018, it was supposed to be finished. And okay. it is We're now. only a year over. No, it's not finished yet. We've got another year to go. Another year to go. We've got another year to go. Because you know what they did? They dug down and just under the surface, they found all this wiring that they didn't know was there. Yeah. And the construction company, a Spanish mob. Yeah, who got uh, the tender apparently got 600 million cheaper. Yeah. Then sued. For damages for them not telling them that there was. Well, haven't they heard of one three hundred dollar before you dig? <laughs> like seriously, how, how does that happen? I don't know. But we used to have trams and light rail. Yeah. Like why do it? And now China have got trackless trams. Why not just make them? Like, we don't hoverboards like a bus hovering. But, no, it's a tram. It's a, they're trams. They're light rails. You don't need a track. So we spend all this money. A bit like the NBN. Yeah. There's wireless. Yeah. Like, seriously, government, do you want me to come in there? I want to egg whoever's involved in that. <laughs> Let's get our uh, special guest in, shall we? Yes, our special guest this week is the great. I'm going to call him the great. He is. Don't I Sure. Matt Shervington. Whatever you like. Good on you, Shervo. Good old before, Adam. Great to Shervington. see you, Shervington. 
Hello, Fletch. How are you? Good to be back with you again, working yeah. alongside each other. I was about to say. You know, that's how it all started. When? The Fletch and I at Fox Sports. Yeah. Um, we, we, we were the dynamic duo that uh, were host and expert commentator of Super Saturday. Super Saturday with Shervo and Fletch, and we had my own segment, Fletch's Focus. That's right, Fletch's Focus. Anyway, it went that bad that uh, – oh, I was that bad. Shervo obviously kicked the goal. <laughs> I was that bad. I had to be put off the show and – Stuck with Heine, jumping off bridges. Well, that went <laughs> Breaking all right. Breaking ribs. That went all right. No, all there right. was one moment I remember. If you like can it. I, can I, yeah. <laughs> do, do what you want. So this would have been maybe round six and things were going well for us. I think, Flying. You know, we, we were going very well. Anyway, Fletch was running late and our producer, Greg Orderland at the time, um, said Fletch isn't going to be here, might not be here for the start of the show. I was like, what's going on? Anyway, I was in hospital um, with his daughter, his youngest daughter. Oh, yeah. Um, youngest of three. Yep. And uh, he came in eventually, um, just before we went on air, and said, "Oh, mate, you know what a what an afternoon it's been." Mm. So what happened? What happened? Is one of dislocated her elbow? Yeah, you pulled her oh. arm out of her socket. So she, yeah, she was she was cranky. She was a cranky kid. <laughs> docs and, might listen to this, by the way. But docs might listen to this. No, docs are good. They always come into our house. And um, <laughs> so I had her, and I said, "Come on, we've got to go." She's a super stubborn little girl. But I had her holding her by her arm and she dropped to her knees and as she dropped to her knees, her elbow dislocated. <laughs> and I said, get up. Come on, you're all right. She goes, ah, daddy, daddy. Anyway, I knew something was wrong when I tried to bend it. And it was backwards. Yeah, no, it wasn't too bad. It was just out of its joint. But I went to the, I went to the girls, um, to hospital, and they said, it happens quite often. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it happens all the time. Yeah. So uh, they got it back in, they manipulated it, and now she's fine. She good? Yeah, she's good. Yeah, good. Yeah, so, so I mean, that, it was, it was, was pretty bad. That was one of the great stories that we had. So Fletch and I on Super Saturday, and that was the start of my career at Fox Sports. And, yeah. Uh, well, clearly launched his career too. It was he, a beauty. End of his analysis career, but yeah. the start of his comedic career. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you're dressed for the Met Gala this week? Shirt I am. I'm ready to go. Yes, uh, shirt and tie, as always. Well, he's we're not going to do anything. He's in a suit if you can't yeah. see this. dress up. Yeah. Um, I'm on my way to misery to happiness. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my way to the newsroom, which yeah, some would say is a good. But place can I ask you this? There's there's always a lot of uh, talk about your attire. Yes. Now I want to go back. How quick? How long has it been? I know. I just <laughs> want to go back to that. I mean, Three we all minutes. know. Like, when you say Matt Shervington, other than uh, one of the hosts of Fox League, um, we talk about that outfit. Which outfit? The outfit when you wore um, the one with the little beanbag in it. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. little. And, um, <laughs> Hang on, this is this the, the like when we raced each other at Allianz. No, in, not that in one. Flippers. No, this is when you had the long flowing hair and the choker chain, mind yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Commonwealth. What games. year was that? Was it Commonwealth? Was it Commonwealth? Was it Commonwealth? It was Commonwealth. Games, okay, yeah. when you put a suit like that, because everyone out there knows, and if you're not, Google it now while you're listening to this. Yeah, you put your undies on first. It's the big. It's the biggest. Um, Probably the biggest story of that year was your, they call it the lunchbox. Um, <laughs> did you know putting it on, mm. did you realise that it was going to be, uh, oh, how, what's the word I'm mainstream. looking for? Well, not Such mainstream. Focus. Yeah. Did you know it was going to be that obvious? Hey, isn't it great though that we weren't in social media times then? Cause I know, it, imagine the memes. It didn't go viral and it couldn't go viral. No. Eggplant so Central. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I... I I often talk about this, unfortunately. Oh, I've never um, heard it. It's chased, it's chased me through my whole career. That one bodysuit, which just the proportions were wrong. It was tight at the top and yeah. loose at the bottom. Um, loose lot, at the bottom? A lot of people ask <laughs> Holy me. Hell. A lot of people ask me, did I wear undies? I did. Yeah, you did? I did wear undies. Look, let's, let's just finish here. 
No um, way. This is got, I'm, I'm putting a whole segment well, of this. There's, no, there's nothing to the story. We didn't get him on for this. There's I did. <laughs> we didn't get him on for this. Um, my, my mate <laughs> summed it up best and I've used his quote many times because when we're out at night and someone brings it up <laughs> and he's that person on my shoulder that leans over and says, I just want to say this. The camera puts on ten pounds. <laughs> really? <laughs> but you, I mean, it's it's the best vision ever because I've never seen. I've, I watch a lot of athletics. Yeah. Um, not so much uh, hundred meter sprint male, but um, <laughs> I've never really noticed any other um, athletes wearing something like that. Yeah. What do you mean, body suits? Well, yeah, They're that very common. I, I know, no, I mean, very but, common. No, that cut. What what was what was so <laughs> different between that your cut? cut? Lunch. Yeah, between everyone else's. I don't know. Look, I don't know why it happened. I just it. Had don't get happened. angry, bro. <laughs> no, just here to talk about it. I don't it. know why it happened. I it, it it just happened. It was on TV. Yeah. Um. I got numerous emails and written letters afterwards. Okay. Any um, any proposals? A couple actually. Yeah. yeah. It said what? And and some from kids saying my mum's recently divorced. She yes. Loves wow. Someone like you. I know. So. So your advice to people out there who are single. Um, recently take separated. Yeah, take up athletics. Take up sprinting. Because there's running clubs. Yeah. And just don't, where do you get your suit, suit from? Yeah, where do you get your body, body suit, suit from? Um, well, it was a national team, so you've got to make the national team. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Not that yeah. easy to do. No. Have you seen Michael Johnson wear one of those? Yeah. I have. Yeah. One yeah. Olympic. Do you know who wore, it, wore one very well too? It was Linford Christie. Oh, yeah. Oh, the white one. Booyah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, no more talk. I just wanted yeah, to get okay. that out. I just Let's wanted to get on. that out. Let's, Let's move on. Who's your footy team? My footy team's manly. Yeah, yeah, you know that. I know, I'll just want to ask uh, it so we could just yeah. My footy team's up manly. I mean, the great thing about being a manly fan, right? Um, is, <laughs> is there such a thing? Yeah, <laughs> it's is, plenty. You plenty. can be on a you can be on a table of thirty people, and you can have a nice, quiet conversation up one end about your favourite team, and someone will ask you who's who's your favourite who's your favourite team, and and uh, you'll say manly in a quiet voice, and someone will boo down the other end. Yeah, <laughs> because they're just so hated. Yeah, um, hated more than the Chooks. Do you think? Not now. No. No? Um, Not now. You reckon? Uh, Storm, Storm, most hated. Yeah. Yeah. Storm, modern there, day, but back there, in the day. There was yeah. a, I mean, there's similarities, isn't there? Because you're, you're on the eastern side, we're on the, the best, northern side. We're on the best side, yeah. Um, a lot of people see both teams as well-to-do. You know, the silver tails, I call them, the silver spoons, they call you guys, or the, you know. What? I'm just making We're battlers. Sombrero Club. Um, <laughs> well, so is the northern beaches. You know, they um, There's plenty of housing commission on Northern Plus, plenty of housing plus they've, had, they've had a, a long, you know, history of success. Yeah, true. Paul, tall poppy. Can I just get back to one thing that just reminded me? Not, not, no, no, not, no, 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 nothing to do with the suit. Mm. Remember when you moved houses and we were talking about it and someone threw something in your yes, uh, front garden? I do. Do we ever get to the bottom? Can I tell people about this? Do you know the odd thing? Do you know the there was a, there, Can I just say this? Have we got you, time for this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a, um, a sex toy was yes, thrown correct. onto your... Yeah. Uh, front yard. Yeah. As I was mowing the lawn, I came across, which was on. So to put it into perspective, I lived on a corner block and I was mowing the uh, the median strip yeah. at the front of the house and um, was just about to run over this big purple thing and uh, stopped, turned the lawnmower off, went down to pick it up and thought otherwise, mm. but then had a look around. With your I teeth. Thought, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, do you know, so I'm having a look around. I thought someone was playing a joke, right? Yeah. I thought someone's filming this or doing something. Anyway, and it was this big floppy thing. And I thought, okay, well, what do I do here? I, I'm not going to pick it up with my hands or my teeth or anything else. I need to be able to get it off the lawn so I can keep mowing the lawn. Mm. 
I had the bin out the front because I was going to put the, you know, lawnmower clippings in there and whatever. So I grabbed two sticks. So I picked this thing up with two You treated it like dog poo. No, basically. basically, but it was sort of like trying to pick it up with chopsticks yeah. and it was sort of flopping around and whatever. So I've got it squeezed like pincered yeah. by these two sticks. And then I'm looking around for somewhere to put it. And I'm not kidding you, in the gutter was an old kebab wrapper, empty kebab wrapper. So I, I'm holding it like tweezers with one hand and a knee like that and I reach down into the gutter and grab the kebab wrapper. Yep. So then I'm funneling this toy. purple thing, toy, into the kebab wrapper. Finally I get it in there and I'm holding what looks like a ready-to-go kebab. With- but in actual fact it's the purple thing sticking out the front of it, flopping around. Yeah. Meanwhile, phallic. I'm trying. Phallic symbol. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a way to then get it into the bin, which I did. And anyway, that was Who story threw number it? one. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I, I is don't it a know. sign? Because you know, like uh, in the mafia, if they give yeah. you fish wrapped in uh, newspaper, you're sleeping with the fishes. Right. So right. do you think it could have been a warning from who? I don't know. From uh, <laughs> pleasure chest. It was a bloke. Down at Cronulla, Con, whatever his name is. Oh, Con Ange. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's involved in uh, adult business. Yeah, oh, no, yeah but candy continue because something else happened after that. Well, I, I found, uh, how did we get here? <laughs> Seriously. Because well, look who you're sitting Look, opposite. to be honest, to be honest, um, it happened again. Yep, see, it's a it sign. Oh, oh, this time, <laughs> I it, it wasn't on the lawn, it was on the road. I thought, this is, you're joking. Same tool? Surely... Yeah, a little bit smaller and it was it was black this time, not purple. And it was standing up. Anyway, it was just, I, I couldn't believe it. I took a photo of that one and sent it to a mate and I said, it's happened again. Yeah, it's a sign. So anyway, yeah, let's put that to bed. Never got to the bottom of it. I don't know who. I don't know who. In is. the bottom of did it. Did you ever, yeah, did you just tell Ben Iken to stop sending me that? Sort of stuff? <laughs> so is this what this podcast is? No, nah, it's pretty loose. I told you it was pretty <laughs> loose. We will talk a little bit about what you're doing. Are you still doing the sprinting thing with... Footy clubs? I am, yep. Yeah, yep. who's who's the fastest player you've ever seen in your life? Fastest player I've ever seen and worked with in my life. Um, shortlist would have to be Damian Cook was one of the fastest. Really? Oh, um, yeah. Cookie. Very quick. I worked with him at the Dragons. Probably beach sprints. Um, Jamie Soud was was quick too originally at the at the Doggies. Um, do you know what? The younger guys are always quicker because they haven't put it the size on yet. So they've still got the leg speed so and, like a and they're lighter. Character. Well, I'm working with a guy at the Bulldogs called Nick Meany at the moment. Yeah, the fullback. And he's quick. He yeah. He's really quick, yeah. There's a difference between footy quick and sprinting quick, isn't there? Definitely, yeah. Because you've got to be able to, like... Because well, Freddie, Freddie was... Brad Fittler wasn't the fastest away from footy, but on the field, yeah. he never... If he made a break, he usually scored because he could keep moving after he jinked. And, and this is the thing, right? And, and this is what I love about the game of rugby league is that your value during the game can change. You, you know, at the start of the game, you might not be effective, but as the forwards start to tire and all of that, then you can find some space and, and utilise yeah. it. Guys like uh, James Roberts, uh, Damian Cook, um, uh, Jake Granville, those sort of guys over 20, 30 metres, so, so fast. Yeah. But then you've got the guys that can stride out and run a bit quicker. So Luttrell for, the, for, um, for now is super fast because he's – building momentum, and he almost fends off blokes and gets faster, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then you have Nick Meany, who I'm working with at the Dogs, Remus Smith, who I'm working with at the Dogs, who is very fast over a, a you've got distance. Some, you've got some clients. And then, you charge um, them, by the way? Is this, is this a fee? We, we you have, charge them? 
We have an agreement at the dogs that yeah. I come in and do speed. Alley rate. I'm out of my alley rate. No, we, we we just we just agree. It's like on the it. Modern Day Roger Fabry. Oh yeah. Um, well, and that's the other thing too. So Josh Adokar <coughs> goes and sees Roger, right? <coughs> um, as did Damien Cook this year. Yeah. And this is where I think speed becomes very valuable is when you can focus for a period of time to get faster, to get better. Right. So it's hard for me to go in. I'm going in once a week pre-season at the moment um, to work with the guys for 90 minutes or whatever and, and get a really good impact across the board. But to spend some time on a regular basis with one athlete or one player, um, Takes time. you can get faster without a doubt. Yeah. Who's the slowest player? Yeah, well, Fletch, you can come, come in here. Who's the biggest slug you've seen in terms of... Um, remember uh, Chris Lykvall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris Lykvall played for the Dragons. Good, he had good ball skills, but mm. the great Andrew Johns uh, used to call him... Uh, what was he called? He was a power walker. <laughs> we, like, he was probably the slowest uh, Chrissy Lykvall, but could play, made up for in other areas. Yeah. Hey, um, the game's changed, though, hey. Don't you reckon, like... It's so much more athletic yeah. than it was when they changed the uh, the interchange down from ten to eight, which yes. likely the, it's going to happen again. And and the players like Sam Cassiano became less effective, and George yeah. Rose and those sort of guys. Yeah, for sure. And now, like, th there aren't many forwards that aren't athletic and have a little bit of footwork. Uh, Freak athletes um, in in most teams, you know. No, and they'll only get they'll only get smaller. I think. I mean, I think Probably. Paul Vaughan is your prototype of a. A of a front row, a big front rower. Yeah. I mean, Shannon Boyd was probably the biggest we've seen, and he's, yeah. he's sort of been well, caught out a little bit with his. Yeah. With his Look, George Burgess, and when it, when that first happened, George and Tom, mm. but they've lost weight because yeah. they've obviously could see that it was coming. We used to um, we not used in to, all areas. We used to work. No, on, hence the bodysuit. When I was at the Dragons, we used to work on momentum, and it's almost like a, if you can get it. Who's right, he play for? Yeah. <laughs> Big Mo. He's not playing for New South Wales, unfortunately. Uh, no, we hopefully will play for New South Wales ongoing, build that momentum. Um, he, uh, you need to start well, and once you build a bit of momentum, it's hard to slow down. So the forwards were the most effective with that, right? Yeah. Over 15 metres. If you can get the first five right, so your first couple of steps, and you weigh 110, 115, 20 kilos, then you become very hard to stop, mm. Jason Taumalolo like. Yeah. Um, He's a freak, isn't he? I worked, so I've been with the dogs the last couple of years, and I worked with um, Dave Clemmer. He is the utmost professional. He's lean. I mean, he's massive, but he's lean. He's athletic. Mm. Um, but his most effective thing to do is run straight. Yeah. And he just does it so well. Mm. Gets those 200 metres quite, quite mm. easily. Can I, talk, can I ask a question? Can I ask a question about What do you keep Bolt? on asking a question about Usain asking Bolt. a question? Mm. I don't know, because I'm just <laughs> you're about to jump in. No, no, you do. Do you think Usain Bolt, yeah. although he's never tested positive, oh. do you think, oh, you don't have to say this, just give me a nod. Is he that much, is, is he, is he, do you think he's clean? I'll tell you why he's better than anyone else and why he's so freakishly fast and Clean. why at the moment his, his world record is two-tenths faster than anyone else. You can make that judgment yourself. Clean, just, it just seems whatever. sus, you know, he's the whole... Never failed we didn't think Marion Jones was... I know. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I, 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 I'm, I'm cynical too and I think there's been athletes in the past that have had a cloud over them and, and uh, have gotten away with it, some of them, yeah. you know, to a certain degree. Um, Usain is a freak and I say that in the nicest possible way. He's not the fastest sprinter the world has ever seen. He just covers the ground better than anyone else. So every step of Usain Bolt is just over three metres. Like winks. On average. 
Similar to so, Winks. Yeah. No, Winks was all the way oh, Cadence. Her, Winks had more steps and that's, than so, her opponent. So that's the difference between Usain Bolt and someone like Johan Blake. Johan yeah. Blake's this shorter guy who his turnover is ridiculous. But he tested positive, doesn't he? No. No, he didn't. Johan? Johan, no. No, but one of his teammates did. Yeah. The Jamaican dude. Fletcher, are you trying to send us to the legal department? I'm not. I'm just querying. I'm just querying. I'm just saying it. I'm, I'm not saying he has. Asafa Power tested positive. Sorry. He was a former uh, Jamaican world record yeah. holder. Yeah. Yeah. Now, <laughs> but it just seems they all guy. test positive, like, over the years. Like. So you're saying, on average, steps three metres. Everyone else steps about 2.6 to 2.7 metres per step, right? So he's got th- almost a foot more than everyone else every time he takes a step. So every time he moves across the ground, he's going ahead of you and ahead of you and ahead of you and ahead of you. So he, unless the guy behind him is much, much faster at stepping, they're never going to catch you same. Okay. So he doesn't need to start faster than anyone else. He mm-hmm. just needs to start in line, which is typically what he does. In a good race, you know, when he, when he broke the world record and ran 9.58, he got a good start. And that's sort of coupled with his ability just to run away. And that's where he made everyone look like school kids. Tell you what slowed him down. Soccer. A soccer ball. <laughs> that slowed him down. Yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah. happened what with that? that story? He scored, he scored two goals. Yeah. Was he, he not much chop? No, he couldn't. He, he, he's, the area from his ankle to his knee was too long. So he was just mm. ill-suited to yeah. football where yeah. you've got to be low centre of gravity, low to the ground yeah. to start with. And then the, by virtue of the fact that his teammates would have played football since they were five and that's all they've known, yeah. he comes in. What surprised me with that whole thing was the fact that it went before he got here, he didn't do the work. You could tell he hadn't schooled himself up, like prep work for the preseason. Yeah. Like he needed three months of intensive training every single day with a yeah. ball yeah. at his feet the whole time. Yeah. He didn't have it. But even his agent said that, that that 2017 year when he essentially retired before mm. coming into the 2018 season with the Mariners, he did 50 sessions and that was his last year of track and field. So mm. for he, he needed to get fitter. He needed to get yeah. um, more appropriately conditioned for the game. I, I want to ask you this. If there was an offer that was put on the table from the Mariners to Usain Bolt, which it's rumoured there was, yeah. um, essentially he was going to be an interchange player. If he would that. come on at the end of the game for seven or eight minutes. He would probably play on the left wing. Yeah. Um, for me, as a defender that's been on for 90 minutes on the right-hand side, coming up against a guy that's 6'5 with a size 13 boot who can run around me every day of the week would be pretty intimidating. So he'd be quite a good addition to a team there. I'm not saying that he's going to score hundreds of no. goals, but fresh, off the bench, intimidation factor, great. My question is, if that's what was tabled and rumoured 150k, something like yeah. that, which is not a bad salary for the A-League. Yeah. Uh, I'd imagine a, a decent uh, wage. More than double that, the minimum. Yeah. Or for someone that plays, you know, a couple of minutes at the end of the game off the bench. Why wouldn't he have taken that if he was willing to, to become a professional footballer and that was his desire? The commercial element thought his value was a lot higher than that and decided that it wasn't worth his time to do it for that. He probably wanted a, kate, a, a cut of all the marketing expenses and the gate receipts and the, you know, the, the shirt sold and the, the exposure given to the club. And the club weren't willing to do that because they wanted the return on investment for themselves. So I reckon that's where it all broke down. It has, has it ruined the 18-19 season for the Mariners? <laughs> no, that was ruined. <laughs> the house was burning What would anyway. he be on? What would he be earning out of his career? Yeah, what would it... Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's a really good question. Well, 
I don't know exactly what his endorsement deals were, but let's put it this way. He's probably the most globally marketable at his, at his peak um, product. In, in terms of uh, athletes. There's there's not many out there. Roger Federer, maybe. Um, Anna Kornikova. <laughs> Anna Kornikova. Tiger Woods. Serena, Tiger. Serena Williams. Tiger Woods now. Um, <laughs> there, there's so few of them. Um, so he doesn't need the money. What I'm trying to get to... He didn't, he didn't need, need the money. He didn't need the 150, the no. 150K. Could he have played league? Or he would have got smashed. He would have got smashed, yeah. yeah. Smashed. But any sprinter out there... Would you have played? Darren Clark? Did, did you ever get an offer to play league? Darren Clark, absolutely. I did, Shane Werrett. I did, I, Shane Werrett was very quick. He was. Shane won the really, store gift. Yeah, yeah. Wes Wester. Garrett. Rishi yeah. Wester. Yeah. Sprinter. He, he was pretty quick. Um, but not like a professional, professional. Oh, no, not a, not a professional. Shane Werrett and Darren Clark were. Um, yeah, Jack Ellsgood went to my little athletics um, he was quick. club. Mm-hmm. He was pretty quick. Could you? Did you ever get an offer to come play league? I, I got a couple of tongue-in-cheek sort of offers from, from the Manly Yeah, but what about an offer? Were, um, were, <laughs> Anyone get them. It was like these letters from KL. Just, <laughs> just get the Hellfire when, Club um, on a Wednesday. They'll give it to you. Because we trained down... Tongue in also we, other areas. We trained down at... Now I'm trying to ignore you. That, that's, you always that's do that. You, do. you always um, do. I used to train down at Narrabeen and that's where Manly sort of relocated after they became the Northern Eagles and then again yep. back to... To the Seagulls, and um, they used to train down there. And, and there, there was a guy called Clayton Carney who was their speed coach. And mm. I remember he actually was a, a sprinter, a national champion, around about ten two or something like that. And <laughs> Brett Stewart was super <laughs> fast at the Please. time. And I remember one of the coaches at the time sort of saying, "Oh, you should come down and play on the wing." And no, nothing, you know, formal. The only formal offer I've had is probably rugby sevens, yeah. and that was before that it work. was an Olympic sport. Yeah, but. Looking back now, if the offer was to move from sprinting to rugby sevens, being an Olympic sport, I think it would be a little bit more justifiable, I guess, because you still have that Olympic opportunity. And we, we, knew, we know how the girls went in Rio. Yeah. yeah. Phenomenal. Um, and speed burns, mate. The, you just you know, flip a long ball to Sherva on the wing and yeah, away you go. Yeah, hard to get. There's some quick bikes in there. Fijian's got some Yeah. Quick yeah. I mean, so I, American I played guy. footy at school and my biggest issue was – and you would have played with some of these guys along the way. Is I, I, I just, I couldn't tackle. Like yeah. I just, I'd rather even uh, even taking a <laughs> hit up. Plenty, I know plenty of guys. Yeah, <laughs> go on. Even taking a hit up. You <laughs> know, on, I, no, I think no. I'd rather step into touch before. How about we? Do, how about we formulate a team for a future episode on the, the team that couldn't tackle? Yeah, I don't want to make fun of people who can't tackle. Why? Because half the talent of Fox Sports could be in this. <laughs> Why is there Me one? Included. Is there one in mind that you have? Me included. No. <laughs> um, Last one, Magic Weekend this weekend. Yeah, Magic Dust. It is. Um, Do you like that? Do you like? Uh, well, I played. I played in the ma- in the equivalent over in England. Yeah. for the Magic. Good fun. Unreal. Because you get to catch up with everyone. Where was that one? That was up at Cardiff. <laughs> That's my Welsh accent. <laughs> so any any players going to get themselves into into trouble? Like they're all going to be up there all at once. They're all, all going to no, finish it various days times. Those days are gone. Yeah, they got bodyguards and minders and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cax talent once again, maybe. Uh, Caxon might be a place to be on the. Uh, yeah, no, that'll be fine. Because yeah. a lot of teams are just going, leaving after the game. I know the bunnies are leaving straight, straight away. Quarantined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is fair enough. Hey, um, how's Wayne going at the bunnies? Flying, isn't he? Killing it. Flying. Good on him. What did I'll, you think when he was going down there? Well, the side, I mean, he's walked into a, a, a great side anyway. Yeah. Um, it just probably shows, you know, with. with um, What's happened to Brisbane, though, how good a coach Wayne actually is. Mm. My, my mate Billy Miller, with a great uh, 
the great, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, assistant coaches at South Sydney, he, he just told me he's just a freak. Mm-hmm. Wayne didn't turn up before Christmas. He said, nah, don't need to do anything. He said, wait, wait till after Christmas, I'll come mm-hmm. and do it all. <laughs> and he's right. Like, he's been around, he's coached for 40 years. It's an older roster at, at the Bunnies. Well, not the Bronco, older. Exper- I would younger. say experience, and I'd say they've got leaders. That's mm. the biggest difference. Yes. What they did that poor kid last week, I thought that was was criminal. That did, and they just let him. Brisbane. Yeah, I left him out to dry. Eighteen year old. He went to the line the first time. He went to the line in good ball. Mm. No back rower. Mm. No front rower inside him. Like mm. they just, and he got whacked. Johnny, Johnny Sutton scored over. Him. I thought he just. Um, yeah, he tried really hard, but he's mm. teammates. Later. Anyway, we're not here to talk series footy. No, no, no. That's a different. That's a different not. podcast. But, but if that's where it goes, that's where it goes. <laughs> yeah. Back to Magic Weekend. This is our last subject because you got to get to the newsroom, Sherbo, sure. because you're dressed for it in your shirt, shirt and tie. Yep. Um, you, what are you doing for Magic? No, weekend? I'm in a bubble. You're in a bubble. Nathan and I are in a bubble. It's a clear bubble. It's like a tent. Yeah. Oh. Um, but it's clear. It's about five. It's about five meters high. Yeah. So it's five meters by about three meters. Uh, it's a sphere. Oxygen. Yeah, it's oxygen. There's, there's Galaga in there. Baby there's oil. Olympics. Baby oil, if you want. There's beers because you're allowed to drink. We're in a zone where oh, wow. alcohol is prohibited. Okay. But if you're not doing anything, Shervo, yeah. would you come in? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it'll pop up. Come sure. in. Yeah. We're not showering. Not allowed to shower for three days. Yuck. Are you um, allowed to leave the sphere? No. At all? No. No. There may be an escape attempt. <laughs> Why? Because I- So where do you- Freak you out. Defecate, <laughs> urinate. Uh, rugby league players, of course. It's in the <laughs> corridor somewhere. Um that's <laughs> a, a serious question. Russell Packer did it well, actually, at Suncourt one year. That's right. Don McKinnon as well before that. <laughs> we, do have, we do have a, uh, a latrine. Right. Yeah. In the bubble? In the bubble, but it's hidden. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. How can it be uh-huh. hidden in the bubble? It's well, it's just it's, 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 it's outside of the bubble. Do you, okay. do you mind? It's connected to the bubble, uh, uh, but you won't be able to see it. And overnight, if it gets Three nights. Or? Three nights we're there. Wow. Why are you doing this? This is what we do here at Fox, uh, Fox League. <laughs> We got the analysis, and then we've got the absolute bizarreness. That we, we just came up with an idea. And who, who came up with the idea? We or Benny, someone else? Benny Hogarth. And how, how late on a Saturday night? Benny Hogarth came up with this idea. I think right. he's going good. The Hog Man. Yeah, he's a good man. Heine pumped, right? Because Heine hasn't seen um, Game of Thrones. He's two episodes or two se- seasons in, so he's just going to lie back, oh, kick sweet. back, watch Game of Thrones, watch Game of Thrones, and what are you going to Well, I I get a little bit antsy. You know, <laughs> I, I, I've got, a, you know, I don't really, my uh, attention's not great. Yeah. No. That's why I'm going to try and escape. Right. Okay. So, so it's on. It's on. I'm going to get out of here. Okay. So Hogarth doesn't so know. It could be deflate gate. It could be. Year. It could be. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go out. To, uh, How are you going to get out? To Brisbane. How do you get out? I have my ways. I have my ways. We've got security guards, but I'll take them. <laughs> Quick couple of palm offs. Yeah, but I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to talk about it. And now, are there beds? Sh- yeah, there's one giant bed, so we're together. <laughs> yeah, we've got each other's face on the pillowcase. Well, Nathan. and what about food, just quickly? Okay, food. We're not allowed to – we have to order food out. So punters, if you're out there and I – because I, I – you know, if I wanted something to eat, yeah. I have – the only way I can get it is ask because we've got social media. So we're going to say, look – Oh, you'll be fine there. Is it butter chicken? Oh Wouldn't yeah, mind a butter chicken, a bit of naan bread. In the sphere? They just come in, deliver it. Yeah. And then you can come in. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it's got a door. There's a door because you're, oh, you're going right. to get to come in. We're taking guests in. Gordon, we're babysitting like... Gordon's baby. Gordon's got his little uh, little Billy. Again, you'll get a call from Docs. Yeah, brave. I'm, I'm a great parent. I don't know about you two. You are a good parent. Well, Sherva, it sounds like we're going to enjoy Magic Weekend more than Brian. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
have Definitely. fun with that, Fletch. Thank you very much. I'm yeah, good luck. luck. And Sherbo, thank, thank you for you. stopping by. Sorry for reliving. Bag's not um, emptying the latrine. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Give him your bodysuit actually to wear for the whole thing. <laughs> I would wear it. I'll have send you, it have you still got it? Yeah, I've got one. Yeah, yeah. Can I please wear it? What about a full Kathy with the hood and stuff? Nah, that wasn't as revealing. I want to show it off. Cheers, guys. That's it. Us for this week. Enjoy your magic weekend. We'll catch you soon. Ha <laughs> ha